This is the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast by Hunter Beal. Welcome back with another podcast episode, Season 3, Episode 7, Motivation Monday, Outwitting the Devil. Amazing book that I read quite a while ago, I want to say a month and a half ago, and just now reviewing it, but it is a an amazing book. Before we jump in, I just want to let you guys know that I'm super appreciative of the listens you've been giving me. We've already hit 2,000 listeners. I, I'm just blown away by how many people are showing me love, and it just is me continuing this process. And you know, sometimes I think about like, is it really worth it, whatever it may be. And then I just remember in looking at my audience and noticing that this many people are watching me and I have something to show them. So I am super appreciative. I love informing people and helping people out at no cost, which I love. And as well, I would really appreciate it if you can share with friends, family, also leave a review. Reviews like really do feel my energy because when I see someone lay a five star and then give a review why it's good, why they like it, or even if it's a one star and I can know it's feedback, I know how to get better myself. So I I really appreciate it if you can share it and as well as give a review, that'd be greatly appreciated. With that being said, let's jump right into this review. Outwitting the Devil. One of the most amazing books and before we dive super deep into the book, it was written in 1930. 38. Outwitting the Devil wasn't published until 2011, almost 80 years difference. And it's because Hill, Napoleon Hill, uh, had some controversial thoughts about churches and schools, which to his mind discouraged individually and kept people swiffling web of fear. So it was really he he didn't want it released and his wife actually I remember reading in the book where it was his wife was like I don't want you to publish it I don't want you people coming to the houses and 80 years later it was finally published in 2011 which blew my mind and it was because what he was sharing was so controversial and it wasn't going to go well for him and Napoleon Hill is probably one of he's been on thinking grow rich is another book of his like he's probably one of the best self-improving authors there is out there. I got referred to this book by Kadeem Leslie. He also is the author of Full Student, which I'm going to have him on the podcast soon. He's been chopping at the bit and I, I can't wait to have him on. I want to finish his book, but there's I'm on like seven books right now. So I read a little bit uh, every day. I read a couple different books just to keep my taste there and really enjoy reading and keep on doing it. But Kadeem showed me this book and it's just amazing, amazing book. And it just blew my mind right away when it was like, it was written a long time ago, but it wasn't published until 10 years ago. And it was, he talked about churches and different things. And he is a Christian, but he was saying how they were doing it wrong. And at the same time, schools, how they were doing it wrong. And he thought a lot of people would come after him. Same with his wife for their safety, that they didn't want to publish it. And then even when the wife died, then the daughter or sons like didn't publish it until later or one of them died. So it was like a long time until it was finally published. And it's a reason why, because this is great information. Within the na- the narrative of the main book is him talking to the devil. And I thought it was a very interesting perspective of a book. The devil was pointing out what you should, should do in his aspect, so you shouldn't do. And it's teaching you that, like, this is what the devil wants you to do, so you don't want to do that. And 
it goes on and on. He's like, and he keeps on asking the devil questions and it isn't known if this actual conversation happened or not. Um, I'm guessing most likely not, but it dives in deeper and deeper and Hill goes on to talk about, he's like asking the devil questions and he's like, well, should I do this? Or would ha, would it a way be going around this doing this? And the devil's like, well, I hate that you asked that, but yes, you can go around it this way because blah, 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 blah. And he talks about so many different aspects of life, but today we're going to be hitting on some main points, how to avoid becoming a drifter, what a drifter is just in general, the importance of keeping an eye out on bad habits, and what a jockey can teach us about perseverance. Jumping right into it, being led by fear rather than faith is a primary cause of failure. And it's a fun fact that 98% of us, are our minds are led by fear. As a result, we tend to drift through life without thinking of ourselves or just following our own desires. A drifter is someone who just drifts through life. That's basically what it is. And a non-drifter knows what he wants to do and doesn't just drift into life. He stays on his goals. He stays on the tracks rather than veering off and drifting into other things. The fear that causes us to drift is instilled early on. First, there are churches that teach children to beware of insidious devil. Then there are the schools that offer very little preparation for children to become individuals in the real world and focus instead on having students memorize endless facts and figures. And this is one of the reasons why he didn't want to publish the book. The, he talked about churches a little bit, and me being a Christian of faith, and I'm not scared to show that, it's, I, I do believe that, and I'm currently reading a book called Jesus, Jesus Over Religion and how religion has drifted off into some own entity and how Jesus is still here and is like, listen, these are the rules. This is what you got to follow. Read the Bible. Know what you should be doing and go against, and don't go against it. And it's very simple in that aspect, but then churches kind of mix it up and they talk, and I've seen this in some older churches, they talk about how they think the book is how they think of the book, rather than what the book actually is stating. They go off on their own theory of how it's being stated and kind of like twist it in their own way, which I don't personally like. That's why I've been doing a lot of reading the Bible on my own. I read a verse every single night before I go to bed, do a prayer before night, every single night since I was like in the fifth grade, I've been doing that. Like, and I keep on doing that over and over, and I, I read books, I'm becoming more knowledgeable, I look up videos that aren't people twisting the word of the Bible, which I just hate. And that's one of the controversial things that Napoleon Hill talked about that didn't want he didn't want published. And it's teaching these kids at a young age to fear this, fear that, fear this, and then schools saying, you need to do this, these are the rules, follow the rules and you'll, and you'll be fine. And it's just becoming an ordinary person, but we want to become anything but an ordinary person. So it just doesn't make sense. And I, it's funny how this book was written 80 years ago, and yet still these things are happening and changes haven't been done. It just blows my mind that schools are doing the same thing. They aren't teaching people. They aren't teaching them how to pay bills. They aren't teaching people how to do laundry, chores, all this different stuff. Although that should be done at home, I do believe there should be a class for, you know, cooking food. And I, I took a class in high school, but it was like making pancakes. Show me something that I can really make and that I can be, it can nurture my body and everything like that. It just annoys me to death that 
this fear and these rules are being waged on these children at a young age to follow this path and you'll be successful. Follow this path and you'll be normal. Follow this path and life won't be a worry at all. When this is nothing but far from the truth. Man, I, I really did go off. But Hill became a non-drifter. And the point of this book is to become a non-drifter. Which is someone who knows what the key to their success is becoming and is the master of their own mind. They do what they want to do. And I'm not saying, you know, obviously there's good morals to have. But you have to be the master of your own mind when, you know, someone's putting negativity in your life. You, you know that there's a bigger purpose. There's long term. They're looking at the short term vision. And I know that with me when, I, when I'm going to create a business and people are giving opinions and what not advice, I know what to take. Good entrepreneurs know what to take from that advice. I am 100% coachable. And this is something that I truly believe in, that you have to be coachable when you're an entrepreneur, especially one beginning out in the world and eventually going to create a business, that you have to be coachable because, but also know what's good advice and, not, and what's not good advice. But definitely have your ears open, but being able to take the advice that's good and then, you know, the negativity keeping it out this business will never work, blah, 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 blah. And not giving you advice isn't going to help me. I just kick that, I kick that negativity out the door within a second. If you're saying my business isn't going to work and you're not giving me feedback on it, on why, or showing me some examples or some statistically proven facts, then I have no reason to listen to you anymore. Another thing he talks about is getting what you want from life takes positive thinking and a clear purpose. Because we want very clear goals in life. If you want to increase your chances of success, you'll need to find a life goal of your own. Indeed, identifying your goal is all important since person's success often hinges on whether or not he knows what he wants. A lot of people don't know. You know, we're thrown into life. We're thrown right after high school into college or working, going to trade school, finding a job, whatever it may be. And... We're supposed to know what we want to do with the rest of our life. And that's another thing that's wrong with school. It's like you got to like when you're in your junior, senior year, they're like, oh, you got a year. And then what are you going to do with your life the rest of your life? And I've seen I saw like a TikTok yesterday. This girl became a nurse and was crying that she was thrown into, you know, what she wants to do. And she picked nursing, but she stuck through it. And then she had it for like a year or two and was upset. She hated it. And it's like, you have to be able to know your clear path. And like, you shouldn't have a clear path, I believe, right now at a younger age in the 20s and 30s, whatever it may be. Some people create businesses in their 40s or 50s, like KFC, Walmart, uh, but many different other businesses, they were created it when they're 40, 50, sometimes even 60 years old, which blows my mind. So having these clear goals is very important. And it doesn't necessarily mean what you're going to do the rest of your life, but it could be something that's adding to your life that you know you want to have good morals. You know you want to be a good person. You know you want to help people out in life. That doesn't necessarily mean it's your career, but it's a goal in life that you should follow. And don't let these things that people are telling you hinge on your life. It's it's not important. The negativity is just, I've seen so much negativity, but I do believe there is positivity out there. And I hope I'm displaying this with my podcast that, I mean, I say it so much, but I'm literally not making any money. I'm sitting here when I have to do some schoolwork. I got to do all this, but this is what I want to do. 
I'm passionate about this. I love doing this. I love helping other people. So I'm going to sit here and do it until the end of time. And I don't know when that time is going to be, but I'm going to keep on pouring out this information and knowledge I bestow to help others out because that's what I believe I've been put here on earth. And I saw something with Will Smith. He was saying, if you're not useful in life, what are you doing? What are you doing? Our purpose here on life is to be useful to others. If you're hinging on others' successes, whatever it may be, bringing people down, then what What are you doing? You got to find usefulness, whatever it may be. If you're a plumber, if you're a nurse, a firefighter, if you're a technician, whatever it is, if you're becoming useful, then that is something. You are helping and making the world a better place. And I believe that it's very important, uh, important, it's very important to determine the factor for success is whether you choose to think negatively or positively. And you have to think positively. And I think listening to this podcast, being around, surrounding yourself with people that are positive is going to go a long way. And the book talks about, Outwitting the Devil, talks about how if you're not around positive thinking and people with clear purposes, then you have to change your group. This, this, it, it's just not going to work out. You are who you be. Whoever you hang out with is whoever you become. And there was a famous guy. I've seen a bunch of videos of him. He said, show me your friends and I will show you your future. Show me your friends, whoever they are, and I will show you your future. And that just blew my mind. And it's like I have to surround myself with people that are like me and hard workers that have my same energy and who are going to help me become a better person and push me to become a better person. Who am I if I'm the best person in the group and I'm, t- and I'm teaching them? It's a good thing, yes. But at the same time, what is that going to do to my life? That's going to bring me down. That's going to be weight on my feet. So you have to have a definite plan and working on it allows people or you to make important control of your life and put um, put yourself on the road to recovery. And Roosevelt is a very, very well-known person. And he said, it's not a question of majors and minors we have, but one problem, and that is to stop fear and supplement it with faith. That's from Roosevelt, which I, I very much liked that quote in the book. Another thing that Hill talks about is developing positive habits and surrounding yourself with people who possess such habits is the key to success. And like I said, surrounding yourself with people is very important, and some people don't realize that. An example Hill gave in the book that I really liked was if someone's drinking on a monthly basis activity and then it starts becoming a daily one, then you're falling victim to what Hill calls law of hypnotic rhythm, a fixed engagement on habitual behaviors. This law applies to both bad and good habits. Whether you should be especially wary of negative habits since they become quickly devastating effects on your life, but for example, there's some things like, like I know America is known for its obesity and overweight, and a lot of pro- problems that people have is that most headaches are actually, or illnesses are caused by overeating or indulging in the wrong kinds of foods. And when people develop bad eating habits, their ability to function can deteriorate, deteriorate and their goals go out the window. So it's like one of these habits can literally have a domino effect on your life. And there's positive ones too, and it can have a domino effect on your life. Like making my bed every morning, which was a book I talked about um, in another podcast, 
was that I make my bed every morning and when I come back from a long day when I've worked my butt off, seeing that my bed is made and jumping in it and being all cozy is just unlike anything else. I've made my bed every single day after reading that book. To avoid such bad habits, successful people tend to surround themselves with people who have positive habits. After all, it is common that common knowledge that habits of people around you rub off on you. A good example of someone who didn't just accept their circumstances is Andrew Carnegie, who served as a mentor to Napoleon Hill. The philanthropist and business titan did what many other successful leaders have done. He surrounded himself with successful people. And I've seen it time after time after time after time. If there's one piece of information you take away from this is surrounding yourself with people that are positive and gonna add to your life is just so important. The people that have the energy, the work ethic, whatever it may be in your life is super important. And here in California, my internship, uh, I don't have many people to hang out with and stuff like that, but I am, with myself and something I've read in the Bible is that for you are not alone. I am always with you. And it's like another thing I, I just, I'm, I'm so busy as is that like, I honestly love hanging out with myself. So I'm surrounding myself constantly with this energy. And I listen to, even I listen to my podcast. Some, I'm not always positive. I can, there's sometimes during the days that I'm lacking motivation, whatever it may be. And I'll put on a podcast or a book or something to boast me up. You aren't the only one listening to these podcasts. Let me tell you, I am as well. It's really good advice. And these summaries that I'm giving in the books are free information to you that I'm telling you are worth your wild and these are these podcasts are worth listening to because it gives you the knowledge you need. Finishing this last little talk about with uh, Napoleon Hill, so if you find yourself being around negative influence influences by dark moods of your friends or colleagues, it may be time to find your peers with better attitudes, so to say. Successful people understand that it's important to learn from failure. Successful people know that failure are only a rough patch on the road to achieve their goals. For example, Napoleon Hill talks about Thomas Edison, the man behind the light bulb and long list of revolutionary inventions. He had to go through dozens of failures before having that successful realized of any of his visions. And I remember a famous quote, it took Thomas Edison failed 999 times to get that a thousandth try that did work. And that just goes to show you that like, and I, I think about that with like my podcast, for example, do I have the biggest audience? Do I have the biggest podcast? No, I don't. But I know my listeners are loyal and they listen to this a lot. And I give them advice of life, which I think is very important. Some people might not like it and they don't have to listen to it. But I know that for Beyonce, for example, she had I don't know, hundreds of songs before she got Halo. There was like many of these artists, there's many of these business tycoons that it took all these failures to get up to their success. It only takes one episode to over 10,000 people to listen to and then I have a bigger audience. It only takes one advice. It only takes one listen. And that goes to positive and negative things. That if I say something wrong and it's not right, then I have to watch what I say and also I have to be sure to put out content consistently because that's what Gary Vee, I, I know, always talks about. Consistency and always shipping the ship, which was in a book, Lynchpins, that I talked about. Always shipping the ship, even if it's not perfect, is important. We always need to find a way of creating goals in spite of whatever is docile circumstances we may find ourselves in. 
every problem you encounter will have a solution. So there's no reason to think of failure as anything other than a temporary state of mind. If you have your dreams, don't let someone else's negativity attitude, negativity, negative attitude make you think you it can't be done. I'm going to say that again. If you have a, your dream, don't let someone else's negative attitude make you think it can't be done. And before we go, I just want to give a final summary. We all have good thoughts and bad thoughts. Sometimes the inner voice tells us to keep fighting and other times it tells us to give up. Fortunately, we can choose to listen to the positive voice and follow it while ignoring the negative and pushing aside the fear that comes with so many people from making their dreams come true. By recognizing our fears, exercising the power of positivity th thinking and following our clear path or plan, we can overcome failure and achieve our deepest desires. And I love this book. And another thing that I've read and I think I will make a podcast on is Gary Vee's book, Crushing It or Crush It. There's Crushing It and Crush It. And I finished Crush It as well this week. And it talked about, and he talked about, you shouldn't be editing. People should know the that you make mistakes as well. And I do believe like obviously movies have to make edits and you know videos and but I believe in this podcast and sometimes I mispronounce words whatever it may be but being able to be transparent is bigger than what people realize and I read that in a book that I know we're talking about Napoleon Hill and outwitting the devil but it was a little sample that I wanted to sugar on sugarcoat this episode is that like we have to be transparent and we have to show people and I've been so and it takes a lot of time to edit these episodes as well and Gary has helped me a lot in my life, and he's like, stop editing. You don't need to edit, especially when you're a newcomer, that you have to show people you make mistakes, and it's okay that uh, you make mistakes too. Sometimes I mispronounce things that I have written out for this episode or previous episodes, but we all make mistakes, and it's being transparent that's going to help us a lot. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Again, please leave a review, share with friends, family. That's what keeps me going and gives me feel to keep on doing this podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And with that being said, cue the outro. This was the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Remember recognizing our fears, exercising the power of positive thinking, and following our clear path will overcome our fears. I'll see you on the next episode.